0: I'm Audrey Pickering, and this is Intentional You. Do you ever feel like life is just happening to you, and you can't manage to keep up? Does everything somehow just feel off track? As a certified life coach and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I'm here to show you that nothing has gone wrong here, and help you fall in love with your life now. It's time to find the Intentional You. You Hello friends. Welcome to another episode of Intentional You. We are on episode 12, How to Stop Beating Yourself Up. And it's funny. I'll start thinking about what I want to record, the, you know, the topic of each episode for this podcast. And it's funny how it changes (laughs) depending on what's going on in my life, what things you know are happening. How I think actually I want to talk about this instead. <laughs> that was, this was one of those weeks I kind of had a taught top, one topic in mind, which I also talk about just another week and I decided to change it to something else. So <laughs> here we go. We're going to be talking about how to stop beating yourself up. Now, this is a topic that runs very near and dear to my heart as a recovering perfectionist, as someone who would beat themselves up like it was my full-time job for so many years. I cannot wait to share with you all some some strategies to help you stop beating yourself up, especially if you're someone that really struggles with this. I know I struggled with it for years. And I'm excited to share some insights with you all today because it's such a, vicious cycle especially when you're in the middle of it especially when it's something that you're really good at i know i got really good at beating myself up super good at it and it can be difficult to break that cycle if you have been doing it for a long time first off and if it just feels like that's just like it's just what you do i know for me i used to think that I had to beat myself up, which so sad, but thank goodness we are growth, progress, all good, all the good things. And so if you're there in that place and you're like, oh yeah, I know I shouldn't beat myself up, but it's just, how do you just not do that? I hope that this episode is helpful for you. So I wanna dive into some of these strategies here. The first one I want to talk about is that we have to understand that it's not useful to beat yourself up because if we if we don't know why it's not (laughs) wait let's try that sentence again if we I know I thought for a long time that beating myself up was useful and so I kept doing it so if we don't know why something is not useful, then why are we going to stop doing it? (laughs) If we think that it's, you know, useful or if it's just what we've always done, we're just going to keep repeating that cycle and we're not going to get curious or look at what other ways we could live or think about ourselves in our life. So first off, I just want to bring some awareness to this point that beating yourself up is not useful. I know for years I thought it was useful because I thought it was like a good way to motivate myself like oh I have to just be like really critical of myself and I have to tell myself how terrible I am so I'll be motivated to do better. And I would beat myself up like in the name of <laughs> well this is going to help me get better somehow. And. It wasn't the most useful way to do that because when you're in that energy of beating yourself up, it doesn't really create a lot of motivation or excitement. Usually it creates a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of just maybe even hopelessness sometimes just on feeling that you're never going to measure up to these standards that are usually very unrealistic and unhealthy that you've created in your head. and than beating yourself up for not achieving these impossible standards or if you're like me and a recovering perfectionist you're beating yourself up for not being perfect which (laughs) newsflash spoiler alert we are imperfect human beings so demanding and expecting perfection of ourselves is unrealistic and not healthy (sighs) yeah anyway so i know for me i had to understand that okay There are better things that I can do to motivate myself as opposed to just beating myself up. Who knew there were alternatives? (laughs) Those of you who beat yourselves up know, and I think we all do at some point, but I think maybe some of us do it more than others. And I know for me, it was something that I got really good at and thought was necessary. And so I didn't even really explore other options of, well, how could I motivate myself instead of beating myself up? I just thought that, nope, this is what we gotta do. We gotta be critical, we gotta beat ourselves up, we gotta tell ourselves how terrible we are so that we'll be motivated. And I also thought that I was being humble. <laughs> I thought I was being this, you know, humble person by, by noticing everything that was quote unquote wrong with me and everything that I needed to change so that I could become this idealized, perfection, perfected version of myself that (laughs) completely unrealistic and, you know, ultimately what we're looking for in this life is growth. And when we're beating ourselves up, it's usually because we're not focused on, on growth. We're usually focused on trying to achieve some ideal that we're not really focused on growth and the journey, focused on, oh, that was not what it should have been. I am not what I should be. I am terrible. And it just kind of spirals from there. So now now I know that I used to think for many years that I had to beat myself up so I wouldn't be prideful. So I'd stay humble. (laughs) And please do not do this. Humility is not Beating yourself up. Would we do that to other people? We beat other people up? No. <laughs> I think sometimes we think, oh, well, I can say bad things to me. I mean, I never say them to like other people, but I can say it to me. And there's just such a big disconnect on there because if it's not something that you would say to someone else to, you know, uplift and encourage and love, then why are you doing it to you? You know? we have the two great commandments to talk about you know love god and then love your neighbor as yourself and it's like okay why are we sometimes just like chopping off that last phrase where we just are completely you know critical and beat ourselves up and tell ourselves how terrible we are and we would never do that to another person so Please, (laughs) beating yourself up is not humility. Humility is when we acknowledge that we are, we're not better than other people. Pride is when we think we're better than other people. And we don't have to beat ourselves up to be humble. In fact, I would say when we are actually like truly humble, We aren't, we're in that space of beating ourselves up and thinking about how terrible we are. Because when we're in humility, we have confidence and we also have love and awareness for those around us. We're beating ourselves up. We're very much focused on like ourselves and how terrible we are. Instead of looking for good in ourselves and others, which is ultimately going to be where humility is going to come in when we're taking care of ourselves and taking care of others and not feeling that we have to prove ourselves and prove that we're quote unquote better. I hope that makes sense. Okay. So we have to understand that perfection or er, <laughs> perfectionism. Well, that too. <laughs> I have to understand that perfectionism isn't useful either. But this episode we're focusing on beating yourself up. We have to understand that that's not useful. There are so many better ways to motivate ourselves to be humble and to hold ourselves accountable. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have standards or expectations or goals or any of that stuff, but I'm just saying that we don't have to go into this spiral of telling ourselves how terrible we are to try to get ourselves to do more. Okay, so I know for me also, one point I just wanted to bring up as well is that I kind of would wear beating myself up as kind of a badge of honor sometimes. Like, oh, poor me, I have such high standards. I'm so critical of myself. I'm never satisfied with myself and my performance. It could always be better. And you know, poor me, I just have to go beat myself up. And <laughs> I also felt like I had to like beat other people to it. Like if someone was gonna be critical of me, like I wanted to make sure I was there first and telling myself and telling, you know, make just making sure to both myself and to other people that like, yeah, 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 I know I'm terrible. <laughs> like before you point it out, I want to just wanna make sure you know, I know I'm terrible. <laughs> Which I'm gonna have to explore that more cause that's, it's kind of an interesting, Interesting correlation that my brain, brain's kind of made with that, with like, oh, I have to make sure everyone, people know I'm terrible. <laughs> what is that even about? Okay. So understanding that beating yourself up is not useful. That is strategy number one. Strategy number two is we need to embrace the amazing and the hot mess that is you, an imperfect human being. This is the key to true confidence, friends. Confidence is I'm amazing. I'm good. I have good intentions. I'm trying. I am amazing. And I'm also a hot mess. I'm insecure sometimes. I'm rude sometimes. Sometimes I drop the ball. Sometimes I don't follow through. And I love all of me. I am here for all of it when we're in fake confidence we're either pretending that we don't have a hot mess side to us just be like yeah that part doesn't exist or we try to shun and shame the hot mess side of us and say oh until i get rid of it i I can't be good i can't have confidence but when we just embrace all of it i'm like yeah let's just own the whole truth here that sometimes I show up really good. Go me. And sometimes I don't. I'm an imperfect human being. And I'm here for all of me. I got me. Got my back. This is so key to ending this spiral of beating yourself up. Because when we're in the spiral of beating ourselves up, we aren't embracing ourselves. We're sabotaging ourselves, rejecting ourselves. And it doesn't increase our confidence. It's actually really bad for our confidence I've found in my experience anyway. And what is the truth is we have the half amazing and we have the half a hot mess. And when we just embrace that, I know for me as I've embraced that, oh my gosh, life-changing right there. Just embracing that simple principle. Like, yeah, sometimes I do great. And sometimes I don't and it's okay. I love me anyway. I had this kind of come up for me uh, kind of recently. I was was at a meeting. A meeting had just finished, and I was talking to some people, and I kind of saw another person kind of in my, like, oh, what's it called? Peripheral? Peripheral? I cannot talk. Peripheral vision. There we go. I think that's it. And I kind of like saw them, and I don't know if they, I don't know exactly if they saw that I saw them. I don't know. It's kind of one of those awkward, like <laughs> you're talking to one person, and then I was like leaving. And I don't, to this day, I still don't know if this person, this other person was trying to talk to me or not, or if they were trying to talk to someone else or I don't know. It was this whole thing. <laughs> and I like, after I finished talking to the people I was talking with, I left. And I didn't, I didn't like say hi or didn't like acknowledge the other person that was coming up that I kind of like saw in my peripheral vision. But I, I don't recall them like, you know, calling my name or saying anything, you know, but afterwards I was like, wait, what if that person was trying to talk to me? And I just like walked out and like, oh my gosh, like how rude of me. What was that? Like, what's going on? And I kind of felt badly too, because there's a part of me that didn't really want to talk to this person anyway. It was like, oh my gosh, Audrey. <laughs> and I could feel the spiral just coming in, like, you're so rude, you're so inconsiderate, you're so <laughs> arrogant, you know, all the things. And I remember calling one of my friends and I was talking to her about this and I was like, probably just thinks I'm so rude and oh, I'm so, you know, whatever and all these things. And, you know, kind of going in this spiral of like beating myself being like, I shouldn't have done that. How stupid of me, whatever, all that. And as I was kind of wrestling with these thoughts and trying to kind of come to peace with the whole situation, (laughs) because I felt, I felt kind of badly um i was like okay let's just own the whole truth here like okay maybe that person was trying to talk to me and maybe they thought that it was rude that i walked and left after that meeting after i was done talking to those other people and you know what sometimes i am rude (laughs) it happens (laughs) sometimes i'm rude sometimes i might be a little arrogant sometimes i might be Um, inconsiderate. Sometimes I might just be awkward because the whole, like the social, just, I don't know, kind of felt kind of awkward because I was talking to other people. I was ending the conversation with them and I was walking out. Sometimes I'm just awkward and I don't (laughs) get to all the people. I, you know, I didn't say hi to all the people and I just wanted to leave. And that's okay. Sometimes I'm rude. (laughs) Just like, owning that instead of trying to like say, no, I'm always nice. I'm always good. I'm always this kind of person. Mm, Not always. (laughs) Sometimes I'm not. And that's okay. I'm here as an imperfect human being. I'm here to learn. I'm here to grow. And I thought, well, okay. the next time I see this person, I'll just have to say, hey, if you were trying to talk to me the other night, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I kind of left. And, you know, I'm sorry about that. And I'm telling you, when we are willing to just accept all of it and say, all right, yeah, that wasn't me, maybe my best, but now what? Instead of going into this spiral of, oh, and I'm a terrible person and I shouldn't have done that and I can't believe I did that and oh, these other people would never do that and why am I so terrible and why can I never get it right? Instead of going down that, (laughs) that whole spiral, which just isn't helpful, we just own the truth and say, yeah, sometimes I'm rude. Sometimes I make mistakes and I love me anyway. I can learn, I can grow and do better next time. And we just like, this just kind of blows my mind a little bit. We can like skip that whole part of when just spiraling out of control. and all the self-sabotage and there's still a part of my mind that's just blown by this like, oh, we don't have to do that. I always thought that was like a mandatory part, just like go down that spiral and tell myself how terrible I was. Like Now, I try to just just own the truth. Sometimes I am kind, amazing, include people, say hello, friendly, and sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm rude. Sometimes I'm awkward. And that's okay. I love all of me. I love me anyway, even in those rude, awkward (laughs) moments. (laughs) It happens. I'm an imperfect human being. I'm here to learn and grow. I'm gonna have those mistakes, those awkward moments. But that doesn't mean that I have to beat myself up. In fact, when I don't go down that whole spiral, it's actually better. okay so we have understanding that it's not useful and then we have embrace the amazing and the hot mess let's finish this off here with my last point i'm looking at my outline here and i just wrote just stop it (laughs) it's optional (laughs) you don't have to do it and yeah i want to i'm gonna share an experience to kind of illustrate this point but there does come a point where we do just have to take responsibility that the thoughts we think about others, about ourselves and beating ourselves up or not beating ourselves up, those are choices that we make. And over years to me, and sometimes still now, it feels like something that just like washes over me and that I just feel like so, like this urge to just do it, to just go into that beating myself up mode. And it can feel like it's something outside of me, but I have to remind myself, no, (laughs) I decide if I go down that spiral or not. And I really do have control over that. And I found that by applying the the first two strategies, by understanding that it's not useful, and by embracing the amazing and the hot mess that is me, that has helped me to then apply this third strategy of just not indulging in it, not going down that spiral, not allowing myself to do that. And one example I want to share with you all is this is actually a recent example. This is yesterday. This <laughs> is Sunday. So as I think I've mentioned on the podcast, I am a music major. I play the organ. And yesterday, I had the opportunity to play in a French festival. It was a performance with different organists that were all playing French music, and I love French music. It's probably my favorite, <laughs> at least for organ. And I had the opportunity to play in it, which was super great, super fun. And I I love performing. It's a it's a fun fun thing to fun thing that I enjoy doing. And my professor was there, which was super great. And I played. And, you know, <laughs> newsflash, I, I, me as an imperfect being, I didn't have a, a flawless performance. <laughs> but, you know, and I could feel myself wanting to kind of go down that, you know, like, oh, and that didn't go right. And I can't believe I forgot to do that. And I could feel it coming on. And in past years, I, you know, i gotten so good at just like, immediately First word out of my mouth. If anyone tries to, you know, compliment me or whatever, it's just like, oh, but that went wrong or that was bad or, or, you know, me calling my parents and saying, oh, but I missed this and I didn't do this right. Just like immediately going to that place of beating myself up. And, <laughs> and it was funny. I, I just kind of watched my brain, just kind of observed my brain kind of go there like, oh, this, 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 and this. And I was like, mm-hmm. And, my professor, you know, talked to me afterwards and was like, you know, like, you should be really happy with your performance, you know, type thing. And I'm like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I told him I said, I said, Yeah, I'm. Uh, how did I say it? I think I said, Yeah, I'm can feel like part of my brain wanting to like, go and beat myself up. But I'm, you know, I'm just like, I'm not going there type type thing. Can't remember exactly what I said. It was something to that effect though. So. And he just kind of laughed and laughed and smiled. And <laughs> and it was so great, like having the post performance experience not be this sabotage session, this self sabotage session of just me telling myself how terrible I am and how you know. I could have done better and all, all the things and instead just allowing myself to be like yeah good job Audrey Pickering thanks for showing up there thanks for doing that yeah it wasn't perfect but that doesn't mean that it wasn't a meaningful performance and just like seeing it as another opportunity to learn and grow instead of an opportunity to beat myself up. And I did have to like exercise some like self-control, some discipline to not go down that spiral. Had to just kind of like put the brakes on and be like, yeah, and we're not gonna go there. (laughs) And this doesn't mean that we don't, you know, evaluate ourselves and look at ways that we can grow and be better. But we can do that in a way that is, that promotes growth, not in a way that's saying that, you know, I'm so terrible because I did this very different. So we can use our mistakes as opportunities to grow. And I think the problem I know for me, at least in the past has been like, Oh, I made a mistake. Therefore I am a mistake. I'm bad and I don't have worth because I made a mistake going down that <laughs> spiral where it's like, okay, what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? And just looking at it from such a different like mindset and a different perspective, like okay, if we make mistakes, We can learn and grow from those. Those are opportunities to learn and grow. And we don't have to beat ourselves up. I know this past, this summer, I taught at an Oregon camp. And one thing I tried to do with my students that I taught for that week was ask them, you know, after they played through their piece was, okay, tell me three things that went well. Because our brains can be so good at looking for well that was wrong and you missed this and you did that and yeah we want to work on the you know things that we're missing and we want to be be better but we also want to acknowledge the good that is going on and i think this helps just foster growth and just that healthier mindset where we aren't so concerned about trying to prove something with what we're doing And if we don't feel like we're getting what we want, some idealized version that we have to beat ourselves up, we're here to grow. That is what we are here to do. And you know, these performances, whatever you're doing in your life, it's all opportunities to learn and grow. (sighs) All right, friends, that is gonna wrap us up. For this, one final note that I wanted to share with you is that this is a process. Learning to <laughs> I'm like, oh boy, don't beat yourself up for beating yourself up, is what I'm what I'm thinking here. But it's a process of learning to to have grace with yourself, learning to, you know, apply these strategies. And I know that in the moment it's gonna feel a lot more comfortable. This is something I felt yesterday. It's going to feel more comfortable to go down that beat yourself up path. If that's one that you've been going down so much, your brain is just going to want to go to what's comfortable and what it's done all the time and what it's familiar with. And I invite you to just get into the uncomfortable be the, it's, your brain's gonna wanna beat yourself up because that's what you've been doing. It feels comfortable, it feels safe because it's familiar. But I invite you to start going on a new path, the path of growth, the path of curiosity where you don't beat yourself up. And <laughs> you may feel like, oh, am I gonna like, something going to like bad gonna happen if I don't beat myself up? Like, am I allowed to do this? I'm giving you permission right now. <laughs> you do not have to beat yourself up anymore. Please focus on growth. Focus on focus on growth. That is ultimately if anything it's been the thing that one of the things that I've really been learning this past year is like it's about growth. It's about growth, it's about becoming. And Beating ourselves up, we don't have time for that. If we're focused on growth and becoming, ultimately beating ourselves up, we can see it just as a waste of time. And I know that's one thing that's helped me too, is I'm like, you know what? This is a waste of time. If I want to go down that spiral. I mean, I could, but why bother? Commit yourself to growth, to becoming. And I'm telling you, it's a better way to live better way to live. So much better. Thank you for joining me, friends. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend. If you know someone in your life that is constantly beating themselves up, I invite you to share this episode with them. I hope that you found it helpful and insightful. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing week. Make it a great week. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Intentional You. If you found this episode helpful, I invite you to share it with a friend or a family member. If you want to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10x level and really apply these principles in your life, I would love to help you do that. Sign up for a free coaching call in the show notes and we can start working on creating the more intentional you.